From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 168 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Today, let's talk about the anxiety loop and breaking outside of that loop, why you may feel stuck, why people can't seem to change, and where can we find meaning in a chaotic world. So, In this episode, I want to talk about the movie Groundhog Day, and I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time because it is beautifully constructed and depicts how someone, Phil's character, played by Bill Murray, how someone who is stuck in bitterness and resentfulness gets out of that loop. And so... Because Phil is reliving the same day over and over and over again, like we all do, that's what it's projecting onto us as the viewer, is that we tend to live the same day over and over and over, and then we may feel stuck in that loop, but how can we get outside of that loop? And then where is the meaning in in life? But before I talk about that, I want to go over your comments on previous podcast episodes, starting with Alva. She says, wow, Brad, you nailed it. You described that anxiety checklist just how it is. Brad, I've been subscribed to you since you started your channel. Your content is getting better and better. Thank you for being here. Well, I appreciate that, Alva. Thank you for your comment. Drome says, I feel a constant agitation, a constant frustration all day. It doesn't seem to go away. It also impacts my sleep. Any advice? Well, Drome, in short, your sympathetic nervous system, your stress response is active. What's the opposite of that response? your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest system. So structuring your day and ordering your day in a way where you can fit in practices that helps calm your body down will help you. Phoenix32 says, Minimalism is such a game changer. It's a must for a peaceful life. Well, thank you for your comments, everybody. Please, if you haven't already, rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It'll help get the message out to others who are suffering as well. Now, let's talk about Groundhog Day. I want to talk about Phil's transformation in the movie. This movie, like I said before, it's beautiful and It depicts the transformation of a bitter, resentful person who has no happiness, no meaning to someone who is full of life and finds meaning. 
the first thing I want to touch on is that Phil has a set mindset. He has a set mindset. Just because Phil wants something, he thinks that life away from the town that he's, he's a news reporter. He's a weatherman. He's a weatherman in this cold, frigid city, and he believes that the future in in a hot place like Florida is better than this, and he won't be happy until he gets there. And so just because he wants that doesn't mean he's right. His mind is saying that because I don't have that lifestyle, this life sucks right here and now it sucks. But here's the interesting thing. Realistically, even if Phil gets to Florida, do you really think he will be happy? He's a materialist. He'll wind up in Florida wanting other things to fill the void. Materialism, impulsive pleasures. And we see in the movie that Phil thinks meaning is found in fame, women, and fancy clothes, in in fancy cars. The second thing is that Phil bends the world to fit his needs, but it continues to snap back at him. And we see this when he attempts to sleep with his co-worker, Rita. He uses people to lessen his load of the work. We see that with his colleague who who is the cameraman and we see that he throughout the movie because he realizes that he's living the same day over and over and over again he indulges in all sorts of impulsive pleasures like eating junk foods sleeping with women and robbing a bank truck to buy fancy cars and to win over women but he continues to wake up depressed he continues to suffer even though he's living in total comfort he's suffering he's unhappy the third thing i want to point out is phil has a poorly constructed persona the persona your persona is the mask you present to the outside world. We see when he comes down, I think it's the first night or the first couple nights he's at this Airbnb, a very cute place with this nice old lady who runs it. He comes downstairs and he can't even make small talk with the Airbnb owner. He's awkward. He's bumbly. He's rude. Everything is, he's not connected with other people. And we see the Airbnb owner kind of with this disgust look on her face. She's repulsed by Phil's mannerisms and the way he's speaking. He can't, there's, 
he has no rhythm. He's not connected or grounded or in the present moment. He's he's so internal in his dialogue and in his needs and his own wants that he he it's like there's a big blinder between him and the outside world. So Phil has this very poor persona. He can't interact with people. He doesn't know how to talk to people. He just wants to get to where he's going and doesn't want anyone to stand in his way. And small talk is really important. And you hear this nowadays when people say, oh, small talk is silly or stupid. Absolutely not. Small talk is important because that minor interaction is like a short cover letter of your personality. People establish whether or not they wish to engage with you down the road within that 10 seconds of meeting you. Phil is the type of guy you do your best to avoid. You don't you don't want to interact with that guy. So you see he has this black cloud, this aura hanging over him because he's set in his beliefs that this is how I am and it will always be this way and he's unwilling to strive for any higher good. But he doesn't know what this means. He doesn't know what the higher good is. And so the movie lays out how he finds this higher good. And that's the ultimate question. How can we find a meaning in life when we are stuck in this black cloud? For me, I remember reaching rock bottom because my essentially my unconscious mind was telling me that things need to change, things need to heal. You can't continue to go on like this. The phone needs to be updated. My whole being needed to be updated. I reached rock bottom. And rock bottom for me was not able to go another day in this confusion. Just being in total suffering and then doing what I could to break out of the suffering. And what I did was I started to Google my symptoms and then I stumbled upon someone who was suffering from health anxiety and overcame it. And that blew a level of my brain apart in this paradigm shift because I didn't know I had anxiety. I didn't know I had health anxiety. And so I started to study myself through this coach that I was looking up to online. But change only occurred in my life when I started to look outside of my own bubble. Things started to change. And so Phil, what, well, the catalyst is for him 
And his rock bottom, I guess you can say, was waking up and realizing that he's living the same day over and over again. And so he experiences this existential anxiety when he realizes that the days are repeating, that he's trapped, the feeling of being trapped. And that's also the feeling I got when I was suffering from anxiety was I felt trapped. Nobody knew what I was going through. And that's also what you see in Groundhog Day too. Phil's trying to explain himself to Rita and his coworkers. I'm living the same day over and over and over again. And they're looking at him like, what, what's wrong with you? My life is fine. You know, the days are fine. Uh, well, we don't understand. And I feel like people who are not suffering from health anxiety, they don't understand what's going on with a health anxiety sufferer. So... And the, the health anxiety suffer, they feel trapped. It's too overwhelming. And so, like most of us, when we awaken to the fact that we are continuing to su- suffer day in and day out and that we're trapped in this loop, it's a painful realization. And you see that within Phil. He's shocked. He's, it's like he's experienced something traumatic. Being stuck in the same painful loop pattern for a long time is, is traumatic. And so as we see, the more Phil interacts with Rita, we see in his eyes that he really admires Rita. Rita isn't the typical woman he would see. He likes the easy women that fulfill his impulsive needs. Rita is the woman who you who you settle down with and you gra- and is the person that you grapple with for the rest of your life. The person that you the person and when I say grapple, I mean the person that challenges you to be better. The women Phil continues to see are women who support his already destructive personality, you can say. But Rita is the type of person that say, hey, she'll slap you and say, hey, you're not all you could be. You could be better than you are. You need to buck up. And so there's a respect in those people. And you see that in Phil's eyes when he talks to Rita. He respects her. But really, she's not the woman for him at the moment. Well, actually, I don't even want to say that. She is the woman for him at the moment. But Phil doesn't realize it because he wants to go to those impulsive tendencies and sleep around with the easy women. And so first, Phil tries to woo her. He tries to sleep with Rita, but she's not that woman. He continues to fail. His motives are not to establish a meaningful connection, but to serve his own needs. Then we see a monologue, or not a monologue, a montage of Rita slapping Phil. And that's really interesting. It's like this hammer of failure. It keeps 
whacking him on the head. It's like when you're overcoming an addiction, for example, when you're overcoming behaviors that don't serve you anymore. Failure is inevitable, but failure can make you feel hopeless. But it's through constant attempts and failures, you will find the path out of the muck within those failures. Failures are an orientation mechanism. They help orient you out of your patterns. So you can view Rita as that orientation mechanism. She's slapping Phil and Phil's realizing, okay, what I'm saying to her is it's not correct. It's not right to say that. And so you see Phil break and change his patterns as the film progresses. The world stays the same, but Phil doesn't. Let me say that again. Phil is reliving the same day over and over and over again. The world stays the same, but Phil doesn't. You can't wait for the world to change in order for things to get better. You have to take on the responsibility and change. You have to change yourself. And Phil is making each day 1% better, even if he doesn't know it. We see this. We see this because we see Phil orient himself after each failure. He'll say something to Rita. Rita doesn't approve of it. And then so Phil says to himself, okay, don't say that next time. And in his mind, because he's reliving the same day over and over and over again, he understands that tomorrow is another opportunity to get it right. And that's the right perspective. We always have an opportunity to readjust and get it right. So the next day, he doesn't say that stupid thing anymore. He says something different and he is awakened to Rita's reaction of what he said. And if it goes well in that interaction, and then what happens is that he pays attention. And by paying attention, he's building his character. He's understanding how to interact with Rita. He's building up his persona. He's building up a new way of being. So we see his communication abilities improve. Could you not say that Phil, as Phil develops the meaning in life becomes so self-evident to the point where he is running around town near the end of the movie helping people in need. By the end of the movie, 
He is a world-class piano player. He's an ice sculptor. And he's beloved by the whole community. All of this is from taking on responsibility. But you have to stumble forward like Phil was doing at the beginning of the movie where he's just trying to get his words right. He's just trying to improve the little aspects of himself. You have to set to set the bar low enough so that you can reach the bar. I remember when I suffered from extreme, extreme social anxiety that I understood that my interactions with the Starbucks barista is going to help me be a better communicator. And one day I would fail. I would go up to the barista and I would stumble and I would feel like a loser and I would feel embarrassed. But then in my mind, I would say, you know what, tomorrow's an opportunity to come back here and get it right the next time. And we see Phil develop this mindset. No, He knows and understands that same day is repeating. So, okay, if I don't get it right today, I fail. I'm going to get it right tomorrow. And so pay attention and readjust yourself so that you can get it right and develop yourself in character. The constant striving for the higher good is what brings meaning into Phil's life. And then that is what breaks the loop. The constant striving for the higher good. That's what's going to break your anxiety loop. People who remain stuck in in anxiety, well, they continue to run the same patterns. But you're not going to get out of the pattern if you continue to run the same pattern. So break outside of what's familiar to you in the unknown is where you're going to find the answers. And that's what I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. I break down the movie Groundhog Day in much more detail in episodes 118, 119, and 120 of the Anxiety Project podcast. Now, I recommend these episodes because these are hour-long episodes and the movie is so vast in its content that even in those three hours of breaking down each scene, I don't cover everything. And that's how rich the movie is. So I highly recommend those episodes. They are so informative. And since Groundhog Day is coming up, it's almost February Go check out those episodes. You don't you don't even have to watch the movie. Just go and listen to them because I break down the scenes and it's easy to follow along and unbelievably informative. 
Lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.